and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it almost 30? Hey guys, welcome to the podcast, Almost 30. So glad you're here. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. You guys wrote some reviews last week. We yeah. love them. Please continue and like snapshot it. Yeah. And DM us the review. DM us. We can. We usually have a giveaway kiss that week. Your face, and uh, that's how you enter most of our reviews. Giveaways, We're amazing. Uh, and also, thank you for joining the secret Facebook group. If yeah. you haven't joined, join. Yeah, we are having the craziest conversations. Yeah, and so informative, enlightening. Like it just. I just ask you guys every question I have. I freaking love I'm like, it. Like, what do you buy at Trader Joe's? I'm like, damn, she asked another question. I gotta get in there. I'm like, what do you buy at Trader Joe's? Like, what do you? And then use there's for like 85 comments. It's amazing. So thank you, and if you're not part of it, approve. So well, glad. Here's a one of the reviews. So glad I subscribed by BB Darling. I was pleasantly surprised by the quality and content of this podcast. Hmm. Take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly. Because when I saw their pictures, one was in they a bra. fucking doofuses. <laughs> Perfect for any girl in her 20s or 30s going through a life transition. I love it. That's nice. Someone put review of almost 30 as their title. I love them. Cute. Fresh so and great. fun. The Yazzie Yaz. Life changing. Jay Byrne. Fuck. Thank you. Well, we hear you. So we have been bringing on guests that you guys have mm-hmm. been requesting so please do not stop yeah contacting us we want to hear from you if you have questions if you want to talk about something we want to hear from you so today's really amazing we have on the girls from that's so retrograde yep they are rad wellness junkies here Mm -hmm. in la and they have an amazing podcast that we listen to that a lot of our guests listen to and they said you need to have these like-minded babes on. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth Knott and Stephanie Shimbari. And they were fun, down to earth. Like, we just had a, the best time. We talked about, I don't even know what the fuck we talked about because it was, like, so flowy. Well, we talked about, like, how they meant, yeah. met and... Um, how they started the podcast. Life in L.A. Life just in L.A. Just, like, everything. Going from sex to relationships to wellness to finding... Mm-hmm. Kind of life transitions, how yeah. they navigated some crazy life transitions, mm-hmm. where they are today, what what's exciting, what's upcoming for them. And it was just really real and fun. So we love these gals. Yeah. So enjoy the new friends. Episode. Let us know what you think. We love you. Love you guys. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> All right. What's up, guys? Steve's back. We're in the house. Just kind of chilling. We oh, keep it fresh. Fabulous. I yeah. love that. It gets real hot in here, so just FYI. Yeah, we can open the door, whatever you want. There's no one here. So. Guys, we're pumped. So Yay. excited. We have the That's babes. That's so retrograde, babes. That's Our group retrograde. was like, you guys need to have them on. Yeah, they're so dope. excited. Who's your blah. group? Your group? Our secret Facebook group. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we have like our secret Facebook group people, and we were like, who should we have on? And they were one of the people. Yeah. Yeah. So Do we luck. need to start using Facebook? For sure. I'm not. I can't. I can't. Jordan, you're young. She'll do Jordan, it. Jordan, you got it, girl. She'll do it. Good okay. <laughs> You don't. Shut up. That's See, amazing. All the cool millennials say fuck it. So that's like why she, we're not on it either. But I think she's more, she's the <laughs> other gen. She's the younger gen. She's the way, way cooler gen. Yeah. Is Snapchat still happening? It's okay. I, think it's <laughs> I think it's dying. It's important For to us, have someone in their early 20s around so you can have sense what's cool. 100%. Yeah. That's our intern. Totally. 
Like yeah. the words that she says, I'm like, what are you Our saying? Our intern says, what did she say? Swag. Savage and she swag. She says savage, swag, <laughs> bay all the time. We were like, what does that mean? Yeah. When Gucci. We used to have a producer who was like 21 and she would always say that she got some dill for dick. Mm. And we were like, oh my. We were like, cool, we want to get some dill. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, I love that. Yeah, dill. It's very important to have um, younger, woke people around you. That's my first life tip. I just never thought I'd be the person that wasn't woke. Like I'm realizing (laughs) now, I'm like, when people are like, all you young people, that they're not talking about me. Right. You know, like I'm kind of out of the group now you're when they're like you're, you don't know like you're figuring it out you're young it's like no you like are an adult yeah and you're in the adult group <laughs> yeah. are you guys not 30 yet Mm-mm. we're 29 okay so what are you gonna do when you turn 30 are you gonna be called the cool. after 30 number one question the after 30 oldest fuck we're just gonna kill ourselves well, <laughs> technically yeah. if you're on either side of 30 you're still almost totally so we have like three or four oh, years yeah. after it's that. like a state of mind yeah, yeah. so yeah I, We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll blow up the podcast. I love, these, I love these mice pads for the mics, by the way. Hilarious. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Steve. Um, okay, well, you guys, when you guys introduce yourselves, let's do you guys separate, and then you guys will talk about your story together. Okay. Um, how do you introduce yourself, like, at a party and stuff? What do you say? Who you are? Hey, I'm Stephanie Or if they're like, Sabari, what do you do? And I'm just looking to connect. Yeah. <laughs> looking for that dill. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anybody have a dill in here? Um, I, wh- how do I, I don't introduce myself at parties, obviously. <laughs> You're like, I know I only no talk friends. to the people Come that on. I know. I, what was the question? Well, how do you like introduce yourself? Like if like, someone, someone says, like, what do you do? Yeah. Oh, oh, but, um, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that <laughs> because I did stand up for a long time and I still mm. do it sometimes but I don't I like that. to um, identify myself with what I do mm. so I will be like when they say what do you do I say oh I do a bunch of different stuff I'm just like a funny creative person and then mm. if they care enough we'll have a conversation about what that actually means totally but I think the labeling is limiting mm-hmm. so I'm Stephanie Sambari and I like Dill. This is who I am, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I do stand-up. We have the podcast. I write. I act. I nap. I take care of my dog. I hang out with my brother. I mean, I don't know. Kamuchi gives my stomach aches. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I take big poops sometimes yeah. if I'm having a good day. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel that. That's like for yeah. you. Like, what do you say? Yeah, you can't. I don't. Same thing. Yeah. I feel like I do a lot of things yeah, that yeah. Are, like, creative and yeah you know for a long time I felt really uncle- I did physically feel like I don't wanna, so I'm just like I'm a comic but then mm. when I would like walk away I'd be like mm-hmm. it's like an annoying thing to have mm-hmm. to for a long time I don't know why I said this I was like I'm pursuing acting yeah I remember when you said that I was like a weird that's thing. a bad manifesting mm-hmm. a thing a, a horrible mm-hmm. yeah. horrible one mm-hmm. and I felt it and I was yeah. like no mm-hmm. yeah and even just saying I'm an actress it's limiting you yeah. know what I mean it's just all so I agree yeah creative it's not, I feel like in any other place besides LA, that's not like the first question that people ask 100%. you. 100%. So yes. I'm unsubscribing to that model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Elizabeth? What about <laughs> you, Similarly. Yeah. yeah. Similarly? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like the box of like a label. Feel like how some people are with gender, I've always felt with like about what I do. Like, <laughs> I'm, fluid. I'm fluid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm occupation fluid. I go fluid. in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, for a long time, I come from a fashion background. Mm. Um, I had a business in the space, um, worked like in the digital fashion space, worked for Rachel Zell, mm-hmm. launched the Zell Report, started my own online consignment business, did a lot of styling, did a lot of mentoring of other people starting businesses. So for like a while when the paychecks were about styling, I would say I was a stylist, but it would like 
crush my mm. heart because we would have conversations where she's like, I don't want to say I'm a stylist Aww, anymore. I'm yeah, not a stylist. So I was like, then don't do it. But what I was doing is I was helping people look their best so that mm. they could go out and like show up for whatever they needed to do the best they could. That's I felt like I was like a I love that. visual therapist in a way. That's <laughs> 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 amazing. Stylistic therapist. Yeah. So yeah, but now, yeah, it's fluid. But like we're we're pretty focused on working on the messaging that we do with that so retrograde, which is communicating the world of wellness in like a really fun, grounded, digestible format. Mm. And we do that through the show and through events, and it's growing from there. I love that. So yeah. talk to us about how you guys met and how this idea came to be. We met uh, at a party. Yeah, through mutual friends. We yeah. had a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth was obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did say that she wanted to write with me. The first, like, like the first thing that came out of my mouth, someone was like, Brittany Eustace was like, Stephanie's a comedian. Yeah. And I was like, oh, amazing. I want to write with you. Yeah. Because I think something just like ridiculous was going on in my life at the time that seemed it need, like it needed to get down on paper. I think you were just mm. really slutty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was like, I think that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> for you. Yeah. And how old, um, how old were you at the time? Mm, it was probably like six. 26. Years ago? 20. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not yet in our late 20s. Right. Which we still are. <laughs> <laughs> um and six years ago we're still in our late 20s. <laughs> dark <laughs> um and yeah but then from there we i mean we became close friends and then we collaborated together we wrote some comedy sketches mm-hmm. that was like was with two other female comics and um that was a really that was like the first time i had ever collaborated on a creative experience that i was like so mm-hmm. ignited by mm-hmm. it was phenomenal it yeah. was so it was like the like everybody brought something different to mm-hmm. the collaboration i remember we were all sitting around in your in your patio at, at the end after we shot the first night and we were like this is what it can be like to make oh, stuff yes. like it was just like palpable how good it felt and yeah. then Special. Yeah, and so and we fun. knew that we had a really nice working synergy, and then yeah. um, the podcast came a f- like a year or two later, a year later, mm-hmm. and that just kind of fell into the opportunity fell into our laps to create something that was really based off of the conversations that we were having, and we didn't really feel like the answers were acceptable for us. Like mm-hmm. w- we would we would question things and we would Google them, and and a lot of the things that we started with the show were. Uh, very more like esoteric concepts like mm-hmm. what's a red moon or like what you know mm-hmm. these things and we were like it was bringing we, we looked that up online it was like this like scary like version 1.0 web like mm-hmm. page we're like is this reputable what is this is this like a <laughs> wicked spell that I'm reading that somehow like, ended up like, go to the black internet yeah. <laughs> is this gonna give my like computer a virus I'm not sure yeah. so. that was like Ormus that when we got it we're like there's no oh, have you guys tried Ormus? hell yeah there's yeah. nothing on it on online right nothing. but it's it'll make you like trip your face off a little yeah. it made me shit my brains out all night really yeah, I couldn't sleep dude Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Fun. Yeah, yeah we're like <laughs> a friend of ours uses that um, when she does her crystal healings. Mm. So she takes it or she gives it to she people. Gives it to people. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. I didn't like it. it tastes like tastes like cologne. Yeah. Well, it looks like cologne. <laughs> yeah, and then you like sleep. I didn't sleep well. Where can I, I get some of this? <laughs> <laughs> like www.ormus.com. <laughs> Sponsored by <laughs> Ormus. Tastes like cum. But I try it. Shit. Try it for you. <laughs> Could be just me. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. Keep going. No, so that that was really just what it was birthed out of, and you know, from there, I, I think there's something about uh, when you're honest and you're inquisitive, mm-hmm. and 
And as as you ladies know, and people are like can relate. People just want to feel like they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so we just started having conversations and talking to people who knew more than us about things we were interested in. I love that. Are you guys from LA? Where are you from? No, um, I'm from New York, and she's from Michigan. Michigan. Where in Michigan? Uh, outside of Detroit. Okay, where? Bloomfield Hill. Yeah, Bloomfield Hills. Yeah, <laughs> I was in Southfield like two last week. Oh no! Yeah, Why? yeah. My company is like headquartered out of there. Okay. We used to vacation in Michigan, but I'm from Cincinnati. Where'd you vacation? Um, up north. Yes, up north in Charlevoix, oh. Lake Walloon. Are you a Walloon girl? My family has a place in Charlevoix. <laughs> Shut up. No. Yeah. yeah. Michigan people love to geek out about Michigan. I was like, I'm going to ask you though, where you were from. Pure Michigan. Oh, yeah. Like crazy. Where are you so from? Great. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I lived in New York forever. My family's from like Harrison and Rye and like. Oh my God, my mom's from Rye. Really? Yeah. Crazy. And Is that where you grew up? I went to Allen. I went to Muhlenberg. Okay, In cool. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Cool. Don't Sorry. recommend visiting there, you guys. Really? No, it's yeah. um, very weird. Yeah, it's very <laughs> It's like oddly, like always 1992. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't Accurate. make any sense. there's no internet? No, because, yeah. <laughs> it's just a full-on, <laughs> I don't know how I got through college. <laughs> no. It's so true, It's though. like weird, like it's a weird time warp in Pennsylvania, I feel. Mm-hmm. Something about- Like in those like deep suburbs that yeah. like have nothing around them, like yeah. close to Amish country and yeah. stuff. yeah, yeah. Did you feel like that too? Not where I lived. It was closer to Philadelphia. Yeah. But yeah, Allentown mm-hmm. and like. It's weird because it's like two hours from Philly and two hours from New York. So it's just like, where are we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't belong anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the socioeconomics of Allentown are so weird. There's like millionaires on like one corner uh-huh. and, then, and then it goes like mm-hmm. Muhlenberg. And then like on the other corner of Muhlenberg, it's like really like. Just like low income, like yeah. houses that haven't been fixed in like thirty years, huge like, gap. and then it yeah. goes down, 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 just like turns into ghetto. It's like literally on like one street. It's like every socioeconomic situation on one road. Damn, two yeah. street. Damn, it's very strange. That's true. Okay, so when you shout guys met Pennsylvania, yeah. like, shout out. like it's like rich college kids getting like held at gunpoint and like. <laughs> It's really weird. Yeah, it's like so, but it's a small place. So, you know, it's not like a big city where things like that happen. It's not like St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. STL's pretty. Detroit, though. Detroit, Did you know Detroit was number five on the places to visit by New York Times this year? I did. Isn't that hilarious? I was like, someone paid to put that in the New York Times. No, Detroit is phenomenal. It's having such a renaissance. It's been really exciting to watch. That's what everyone says. My dad, before he retired, worked for, he was... To municipal law for the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. So I've been like watching the economic upswing and mm-hmm. all of the developments cool. coming in for years. Mm-hmm. So when people say like Detroit's going to be happening again, I'm like, oh, they've, it, this has been like in the works for, for quite a while. I mm-hmm. think when something bottoms out, mm-hmm. there's only one way to go. So that. true. That's what everyone says. So, like you can only go up. Yeah. Um, okay. So did coming, I feel like, so for me in our like wellness journey, I felt like when I was in New York City before and then Chicago before that, but like, when I came to LA, it was kind of like a light switch about my wellness journey where I was like, all right, I feel more connected to how I want to feel and like way more open to trying new things. Like in New York, I didn't feel as much of the push to do all the new wellness things. Do you feel like when you guys moved to LA, you kind of felt that same thing or were you always into like wellness Mm. in that way? Mm, I was always into it like since college, but I will say that I feel like living in Los Angeles just it's more available. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to be in a place where it's easy to explore that stuff. But I don't, in some ways, I feel like because it's everywhere, I I was resistant to the oversaturation and like the community kind of like around yeah. that. But yeah, so no, not really. Yeah. What about for you? 
Yeah, I think, I mean, when I first moved to L.A. at 22, I was still very much like, I mean, I was conscious. I, I definitely was like unknowingly manifesting and like conscious about like calling in what I wanted to call in and that type of stuff. But I wasn't really like in tune with with myself as I am now. Mm-hmm. How that happened was just kind of out of necessity, out of like having, you know, some some moments in life where you kind of have to pick yourself back up. And because of that, I found just alternative practices to get in touch with myself. And um, so it was really a natural progression. And then obviously when we started doing, like the interest was always there and there was always like little hints of it like throughout my life. But when, for instance, like yoga teacher training and that type of stuff. But then when we started doing the show, I like specifically remember being like, oh shit, I feel like everything internally is about to change and we really both had to like you know I was doing it forever but I was still like not also taking care of myself you know like and when you're young you can kind of get away with like being an explorer and doing everything but also like fully being an asshole Mm -hmm. and like not sleeping and you know just partying a lot Mm -hmm. and whatever and then when we started doing the show we both I think we actually had a conversation where we were like this is crazy like we and we were interviewing so many people and it was like mm. our listeners were saying that they were like changing their house but I think that because we were in taking so much information so rapidly mm. like we didn't fully know like what to integrate and like what to take and what to leave mm-hmm. and like you can't do everything like yeah. I think that's really important to to know as someone who's interested in this stuff and who wants to kind of take control of their life or their health like Really just pick a few things that resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go crazy because you won't be able to. Right. It, you'll you'll be insane. But we were like, we really need to, like, integrate and change. And, like, there was a year, I think, for both of us. Like, last year was a super transformative year for both of us where we, like, dropped a lot of habits and changed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, like, Elizabeth was in, like, a hunker-down mode. And I was experiencing, like, this thing with my eye. And we were both just, like, yeah, this is our moment to really, like, decide like how how much do we walk this walk and how much do we just like talk about it i think definitely and now i don't really think that we think about it as much no it's just like we've we are at a point where we like have you know we've been acquainted with so many different tools that we have our own toolboxes Mm -hmm. and that's constantly growing and and shifting and 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 taking new shapes and it's really, it's really exciting and it's amazing. But I feel like we're in control of it now. Yeah. Whereas before, it was like kind of like lifted us up. We're like, what are we doing? And Where it was are we like going? a panic mode. We're like, we can't go out because if we go out, then like we won't be able to wake up and meditate. And then like if we don't meditate, then we're gonna like be crazy. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. If it's not fun and enjoyable and something that you're kind of like romancing yourself with, then it's going against what it's actually trying to do for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you let your spiritual practice make you insane, like don't do it. Totally, hundred percent. Has there been any part of like your spiritual practice or your wellness practice that has been like a complete either didn't work for you or maybe you just felt like kind of duped like it didn't work? Um, I haven't really had that experience. No. Have you? I mean, there's there's like moments where we've been or, with healers like yeah. who, okay. yeah, this is who have been like energy suckers who yes. just like left. I had a I had a particular experience where I like had a really really oh. bad experience and it was mm. a great but it was a great lesson in that you can't like mm-hmm. oh be so just because mm-hmm. someone said they're they're a healer and they they want to like do a reading or whatever the case may be doesn't mean that you need to like open your soul to them yeah. and take what they say as 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 true true yeah. yeah and like to that I think it's really important to when you hear something that like a reader or a psychic or someone says to you like. Take it all with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because that can really influence your consciousness and like 
dictate the way that you live your life in a way that like may not be really serving you because Mm -hmm. sometimes they're picking up on real truth and like but you know those truths you know when someone says something to you and just say it out loud and you hear it your your mind or your soul or whatever was like i that's my truth but then sometimes they say stuff that you're like it doesn't hit you Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't connect with you i feel like that's when you know like Maybe that's for me, like down the line, but like, don't get involved with like what mm-hmm. might be happening for you in the future because it will fuck you up. 100%. It's crazy. That's why I'm kind of like done with the psychics. Like, <laughs> I've done like years of it. Like, in Chicago, like, I had one psychic that like shaped my whole life. Like, she predicted my whole life as it is today. And I definitely made decisions based on what she said. And I'm thankful for them. But now it's like when I, I'm just like kind of done. Like, I, I don't, I know my truth enough for me to make decisions for my everyday. So I don't need someone else to repeat it to me right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even if I'm headed in the wrong direction, I feel good enough about it where I don't even want someone to repeat what's happening right now my, to my life back to me. Yeah. You know, so I feel like I've kind of like stepped away from that. Maybe at another point I'll do that. It's more like when I'm in transition periods. Do you know what I mean? And I want someone to tell me what I already know. But I would like, I would never <laughs> yeah. walk into just like a psychic off the street. Hundred. Like, no. I feel like... I. Maybe and then maybe it's because of like who we've met and stuff. But I'm like, I feel there's like a curation that's happened where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this would be a good person to talk to about this or that. But like, just to let a random energy into your life and be like, this. Like my friend told me the other day that a psychic told her when she was 13 that she was gonna die in a f- oh, car crash. My God. And I'm like, she was 13. Yeah, she was like a child. That's and I'm like, like how are you okay? Dude, 100. <laughs> percent like, Are you are you alive? It's like dangerous and reckless, and there is a. a and I think that's what happened to yes. you, where someone said something to her, Aww. and it was irresponsible. It's like mm. you can't just say stuff. Yeah, bedside that, manner is so important yeah. in that field. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't even what she said. It was like I was literally like I had to go home and like hide under the covers. I felt like Aww. I was like shaky mm. after. Yeah. It was bizarre. You need yeah. like good sage. Yeah. Aww. And it was Serious weird because as it was happening, I was like I unconsciously was like trying to like get involved and like block it from her but Aww. like I, I couldn't mm-hmm. but I was like I'll fucking take like in my, my energy was it on air? Uh-huh. no no, oh, no, no. no. we don't really do readings on air because we realize like no one gives a fuck yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody cares about like what's fuck. personal yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like not that interesting yeah, yeah. 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 we're like our grandma's here <laughs> the listeners like yeah, they're like, <laughs> good night. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grandma. Yeah. We had, there was one psychic that we got acquainted with in LA, and it was someone that, like, they never really declared their alliance to the light. So mm-hmm. I just was always questioning, like, they were like, you know, I'm, I'm no bullshit. Like, it is what it is, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I'm like, if you're, like, so close to the spiritual realm, like, you could kind of, like, negative things are more likely to attach to you or more likely yeah. to visit you or blah, blah, blah. So I was kind of like, I really want you to, like, declare an alliance to the light, that you are, like, a seeker of light or that you are a light worker. Because if, like, it's like, I get that you're being real, but, like, I don't want to fuck around with that shit that's, like— could be negative, you know. Like totally. I don't want that. In my I might, life. I might know who you're talking about. Yes, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. do. <laughs> Damn, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll talk about that off. That yeah. is also a little bit psychic, as am I. So yeah, literally. Um, so I want to talk about your transformative year. So like you had your, and this was this past year, correct? Um, where you guys both went through transitions at the same time. Did you know when it was happening that you're going through one, or now that you look back, you're like, whoa, that was like transformative. That's a really good question. I think that we knew. Mm. I wouldn't say I I didn't really see a light at the end of the tunnel. Like it was it was just a like of it was when I had had firmly decided to shut my business down and I really just Mm. needed a year to recalibrate and seven year. 
it was my seven year. If you guys are familiar with numerology, mm-hmm. one through nine, like seven is like a head down. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to make plans. You're just like percolating and yep. and planning. And I didn't realize it was my seven year until I turned into my eight year. I was like, oh, my seven year. And she's like, I'm back. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hello, world. Like, hey, bitch. <laughs> um, I was like, finally, my friend's back. <laughs> but uh, I don't like. I didn't really see. I don't think I knew where it was going. Or I wasn't like, it's okay. I'm just like keeping my head down and like working and like being quiet with myself and all of that. It wasn't as conscious as that, but it was just like listening to what my body needed at the time mm. and and what my mentally what I needed and and all of that. And I'm so grateful for it it was like the it was a blessing but it was challenging it it was met with a lot of challenges because I didn't feel like myself I didn't feel aligned with my purpose as much like I did because I knew where like I knew what kind of had to happen I just kind of like need to needed to recalibrate what I was doing and like where we wanted to go with our business and everything but um I didn't wouldn't say I had like the genius foresight to be like this is necessary in order to get to the mm-hmm, next step. Totally. But I look back on it now it's like any time we like go th- I'll speak for myself any time I go through a shitty moment afterwards I'm like oh thank god for mm-hmm. that like yeah. that like brought in yeah. this this and this and I learned this and you know we, we can always in hindsight really have a grasp on the meaning of it but and then I always try to remind myself, like, oh, next time you feel that way, just know that you're going to, like, something amazing going to happen. But we exactly. never are, like, I never have the ability to. The more to, you sit with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And go, move through it and kind of grow through it, then it becomes like a habit when you meet it again. You're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have that ability yet to be like, no, this is great. Like, you okay, when you go through this, you're going to feel so much growth. Yeah. Like, I don't. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> what about you, babe? I feel like I I knew because it was like t- said to me mm. where because I had this like thing going on with my eye and it's it's better now it's just it's still like I th- I still always think it's swollen because I feel like I'm still in like a healing moment just mm. like what it what it, whatever it is but I knew that it was like a lesson in like slowing down and taking care of myself and yeah. like spending time with myself and like then a couple of healers that I know and trust were like it's on your face because you need to you if it was inside your body you like wouldn't pay attention to it because you're so just like that person who's like, I can just get through anything and I don't need to like slow down. I don't need to heal myself. And so I knew that mm. I recognized that as like a true statement. Yeah. And, and I, I ultimately am grateful because it really did make me change certain things. And I knew that it had to be, otherwise why would it be happening? Mm-hmm. Or I was like, cause I've always seen everything in my life, like in that way of like, like when I was 19 I got like pernicious anemia, which is like a, mm. B12 deficiency basically like brought me to all of this stuff Mm. so I've always been like yeah I'm grateful that that happened because like now we're here so I I think it's always when when it's like a health thing it's more obvious whereas if it's just like a pervasive feeling it's kind of like am I just depressed now Mm -hmm. so it's harder to like see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're in like an emotional spot as opposed to like what was happening with me which was like I kept doing the same thing trying to heal it in the same way and like it was just getting worse and like Mm -hmm. It was also a lesson like I was seeing this doctor and I had to like stand up to him. And it was just like this whole like I didn't do it on my own. I had to bring a friend with me to really like see the light. She was like, your friend's like, an asshole. No, my friend was literally like she said to him, she was like, would you be talking to us like this if we were grown men? A hundred percent. That's my favorite thing to say. But she was like doing it as like a needle was in my eyelid. And I was like, can we confront him in like four minutes? (laughs) (laughs) Like it was so intense. But yeah, it's all also like 
life is long, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think. And that's a good lesson is like it's not always going to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100 percent. And also nobody is noticing like what's happening with you as much as you are. I feel like that's like the biggest like what every day I'm like, is my eye crazy? Even earlier, I was like, is my eye like so small? Everyone's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, but it's I know that it's still fully like not we're all worked out and that's fine. I mean, it was like a major like irritation on her eyelid that was omnipresent for eight months it was an infection then it turned into an abscess crazy. and then it was like it was really fucking yeah and then i had to get surgery and it was funny because we would talk oh. about it on the show so often but we realized that we'd never said like exactly what it was so like listeners were comfortable to be like so what's going on with your eye like <laughs> and I what like, is it, <laughs> it I'm so like funny. it's a chalazin we like oh wait we never like like said exactly but we would constant it was constantly yeah. it was like it was you know in like sex and the city how new york's like the fifth lady yeah, yeah. steph's chalazin was our, <laughs> third, was like lady. our third lady yeah <laughs> got a mic yeah wait that's a crazy name chalazin yeah, yeah it's it basically like, like an infected sty sounds okay. like a latin okay. tryst yeah it like, sounds like a hot new kid name yeah. and it's like the chalazin. least chill thing that could ever happen to your face it's yeah like, damn wow. that is so crazy i'm so sorry yeah. thank you it's okay my eyelashes grew back i feel like it's okay. all right yeah, girl. i don't even notice yeah. Yeah, those lashes are long it was just well. a bummer because i was like if you're gonna get that many needles in your face or like oh, work done around your eye like let it be for cosmetic 100%. reasons i know <laughs> But Ambie said that I still have the wounded healer transiting in my chart, so I feel like it's not done yet. Mm. Chiron. She's like, the wounded healer is still around you. Like, fuck. You're (laughs) Can he leave? No, no. Thank you. you. I've learned my lesson. Bye. Um, when you guys were talking about stuff in your toolbox too that you have to like help you through transition periods, what do you think? Like, what are some of those things? It's so hot in here, yeah. dude. I know, Open girl. It's like steamy. I am sweating. Um, like, I'm, I know. It's constantly changing. No air yeah, it's constantly oh. evolving. That's like the one thing that I I love to. I I need feel it's the responsibility short. to communicate to anyone who who listens to us mm. is that we talk a lot about people's like rituals and their toolboxes mm. and that type of thing and. It's okay if you don't have like a stringent practice or whatever. Like I think it's just important to be conscious and like if if something speaks to you and you want to try it, great. So for me, I've adopted just like, you know, obviously we're so lucky that we get to try many different things and we're exposed to a lot of ideas. So I have like a few things that I are go-tos, but that there's also like constantly like mix and matching and all of that. But really journaling for journaling for me, it's like about having multiple notebooks in, at my disposal at all times. So it feels like a, a much more chill experience. Mm-hmm. And then like markers and crayons and cool pens just like all over the place. You're so your father's daughter. I know. <laughs> my dad has like become a pen collector, which <laughs> is hilarious. So um, but that's like what really helped me kind of like get over the hump of like taking pen to paper because I had a lot of resistance around it. If you've Same. read the book, um, the war of art mm-hmm. great book it's a very easy read mm-hmm. it talks about like all that resistance we have as creators and my resistance was as simple as like feeling it felt like if I had this one notebook then it was like too heavy it like felt like pressure to like put my mm-hmm. truth down and it's like no just like write and what really helped me is with the artist's way the morning pages so the morning brain dump yes. love that mm-hmm. that really helps also like gratitude work so writing down like having a conversation with myself with my man if he's around or just like writing it down like five things I'm grateful for right off the bat 
if I can open my eyes and start my day with just that, I know mm-hmm. I'm doing well. And then, like, for me, making my bed, Damn, there's something about that. I haven't got around that. to that, dude. That's okay. People say about that all the time. It's I'm such, like, like a simple thing. and It I've, makes such a difference. I know. It's it? the same way, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like. Because when I walk really... back into my room, I want to see, like. Mm. Chillness. Chill and yeah, put together. I see Justin still sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um, Is and... Justin your dog? Just kidding. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, like, a, like sometimes type of act like physical activity you know I mean like all of these things are so simple but just like like if I go to I gotta go to a dance class or if, even if I just like walk around the block I need to move my body mm. and I have constant resistance years of fighting that feeling and no matter what it works every time that's amazing and what are your morning like when you wake up what's your morning routine well, today I didn't do it because I drank a lot of rosé last night, but I did do some journaling when <laughs> Balance, I woke up. <laughs> um, but when, like during the week, I will wake up and like let my dog out, have a little convos with him. Gratitude convo. Gratitude Aww. convo with Carlos. <laughs> and lately I've been doing a, like a tarot poll every day, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, I made like a little altar area in my house where I'm just like, okay, this is like my time for me. Like I'll do release stuff and like essential oils and then be like okay I'm setting the space just to have a moment and then I'll do the tarot and then meditating for 15 or 20 minutes and then a couple of writing exercises that one of our teachers gave to me just over the last few months which I feel like I might want to alter soon because like I love the exercise but I feel like I want to add something to it and then what are the exercises it's it's just like a gratitude thing mm-hmm. and then this other just like thing that's like personal for mm-hmm. what i what I, we were talking about in my mm-hmm. session cool that she thought would help me because because of when i was going through the eye thing it really put me in like a a place where i felt like i couldn't get myself out of mm-hmm. so i kind of needed a tool to like shift a sort of depression slide Which is weird because I wasn't like objectively depressed. Everything was so great. But inside of me, there was like a just like Mm -hmm. a space that was really sad. Mm. So she's those exercises have helped me because I was doing I've been doing journaling forever. Like since I was I mean, literally since I could write, I've been Mm -hmm. journaling. But I don't know. I just kind of hit a wall where I was writing myself into circles. Mm. And I think now I can journal and figure stuff out again in like a in a positive way. But when you're not feeling well, it's sort of just like you're like, okay, I'm going deeper and deeper into this. Like, And at the end, of, I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel better. Mm-hmm. I would feel like, oh, now I just know everything I hate about what's happening. Yeah. And I couldn't get out of it. Yeah. So the exercises now are more like uplifting. And then I kind of just like thank, thank myself and thank the space and, and go about my day. What kind of deck do you use for tarot? The Wild Unknown by Kim Cranz. That's I'm our favorite. Like obsessed but I want to shout out, with with there's um, an app that I use that pushes a daily card pulled to nice. my phone and it's the Rider Waite Tarot. It's, they just have, it's just their app. So that's like the classic oh, cool. card, but I love the app. It's great. And it will I love that. send you like push, do like a push notification to your phone every morning and then it'll break down like how it like generally relates and then like family, work, love, all that fun stuff. So it's I a fun way that. to just like learn the deck. That's amazing. I also think it's really important to get at it like at least take like one small walk a day. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's like I'm all about walking. Yeah, it's really good. Just I mean, like, that's not like the only exercise that I do because I feel like I need more intense stuff. Same. But a walk is just, just like underrated. We just live in a city, and anyone I think who lives in a city can relate. Where it's like there's a thing that happens where you feel like any time that you take for yourself that's outside of what you think you're supposed to be doing feels like a waste of time. And I feel like that mm. really sends us into like this negative spiral of like self care isn't work. 
and that's not true. Mm -hmm. And it's really like about you can take your phone on the walk. You don't have to. You know, I mean, I know that you like to like put it put it down, and I get that. But Mm -hmm. if it stresses you out so much to like not have it with you, Mm -hmm. like, but maybe consciously like not checking it, or just Mm -hmm. like knowing that just being with yourself is as valuable as sending ten emails. It really is. Mm -hmm. I feel like I get more work done when I don't do stuff than when I'm like I got. I'm scrambling to like do stuff Mm -hmm. like doing less I think I had a doctor say that to me I was like I'm stressed I'm anxious she's like can I suggest something and I was like what she's like you need to do less I was like you're like bitch is crazy (laughs) it's the most like anti-millennial American thing I've ever heard you're like okay no but it was right yeah I'm all about walks there's just something about like you sitting all day the energy is blocked and then you standing the energy is flowing you know what I mean like yeah and it's you, all phone or not. Like I just need like a second to move my body mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's interesting to kind of be mindful of yourself by yourself. Yeah. Yes. I like that. So like when I take a walk or even if I like take a run, no, walk is more like you wanna kinda pick up your phone yeah. or be doing something yeah. because you know people are watching you. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I've become less aware of people watching me, but People don't spend time by themselves. Yeah. They usually are like, hey, friend, want to come with me? Like, let's go here. You know, they need to be with people and to like kind of just be by yourself. Maybe when there are people around, it's like interesting to be okay with it and mm-hmm. like like train yourself to be okay with it. I know it. it's like weirdly ballsy to like go to a restaurant 100%. alone. It's like, why it's do I need favorite like, to do. There's a shame thing where it's yeah. like table for two and you walk in, you're like, no, I'm. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a sad lonely person. I yeah. just want to be alone. And I'm not right a now. hooker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank Although mail I'm not order. against it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay the bills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been thinking about that idea of like romancing Hooking? yourself. I fucking love yes. that. Hooking? Yeah. You know, I've been thinking that. about that. About um, I sleep with people, so why not get paid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sad. <laughs> because you can get HPV that way or That's other true. things. Yeah. It's tiny mm-hmm. warts. Yikes. From the dill. Also, what's <laughs> the point in hooky? You can't even kiss them. Like, I, the, half the reason why I want to fuck is to just to make out. Wait, oh hooky. my god, a hundred percent. That's just a rule of, that was introduced, like, Wait, by what'd Jerry you say, Marshall. Hooky? No, oh. that's a real rule. Is it? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Hooky? Wait, what's hooky? No, I said hooking. You're so hooking. dumb. <laughs> Wait, what's hooking? Is it just like. It's like bring a prostitute. Oh, but cool. you, she just. Oh. <laughs> I went like this. I was like hooking. Yeah, <laughs> I was like this. I was like, so you're fucking, but not kissing. No, like, like being it. a hooker, hooking. Oh, done. Okay. The oh. active, the yeah. act of, of hookering is hooking. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. But she just said that the only reason why you can't kiss is because of pretty woman. <laughs> oh, <amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> pretty woman is facts. I'm pretty sure that's a real rule from oh. all my guy friends that see escorts. Oh. Didn't that know you that. Can't kiss. Cool. Yeah, you can't. There's not. There's no kissing because that's like an intimate thing. You mm. learn something new every day, yeah. which just... makes sense because kissing is like an attachment thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very intimate. I wonder if they've yeah. like been like like out of just habit, been like yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and they're she's like, like no, yeah. <laughs> like pushing <laughs> yeah. so sad. He's just like Rise licking over. her palm. <laughs> He's like, she's like, how much do I pay boob. for just kissing? Like, <laughs> no, that's all I really want. <laughs> Literally. You made a point about in the morning when you do your gratitude, like in the morning. And I think about that a lot. Like, I think I've I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but like in the morning, I'm so vulnerable to like, 
outside influence. So it's mm-hmm. like so important for me to like do something gratitude. Like if I get on my phone, I'm going to be in a spiral like for the next hour or so, like not all day anymore, but it's like I'm looking for something to like dictate my day when I wake up because I'm kind of blank. Mm. So if I meditate, that's good. Sometimes it'll just put me in the same state like as I am sleeping, but gratitude oftentimes is works so well for me because I am so like open yeah. during that time. You I know? also like love just waking up and kind of like laying there for a mm-hmm. second and just being like oh my god I love you know that. just totally. like, you're like just like this looking is around in the world. yeah i'm in the world i'm in the world <laughs> like let the sun come in your eyes like just like sit there for a second yeah. and like because i again it's like the thing we got to get up we got to get doing stuff we got to pick up our phone we got to mm-hmm. and it's like dude Mm-hmm. Where I think most of the cause of suffering of like our the people that are like in the same kind of realm of our age group and just like trying to make stuff happen in the world, it's like there is no you're not a bottomless well of energy. You need to like regroup mm-hmm. and like reground and just like be with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're right. When you first wake up, you're so blank. Mm-hmm. And also like you're. I always like to just like think about my weird dreams and yeah, just, like, where too. was my brain at? And like I'm what like, does that snakes. all mean? Last night was snakes. Last night I made out with a guy in a <gasps> sleep apnea mask. Like what? <laughs> Yikes. Do you know the guy? Um. Yeah. You know who it was. <laughs> Who? Brendan Fraser. No, hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Ew. Um, what happened to him? God damn it. I know. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Sorry. No, we hope you stay alive for a while. No, he was just on a show. I yeah, he was on it. The Affair. Uh, so, yes, but. that's what it was. Oh, fuck. But um, no, it was the, the guy who plays Jonah in Veep. <laughs> Maybe, you know I actually have like met him and he's a really like sweet, fun guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he was in my dream, but like that but like when oh, I woke up amazing. it was fun for me to just be like what's wrong with you yeah, like, and like have fun with whatever that sometimes that my is. dreams are deeply symbolic and important and yeah. sometimes they're just like that was I don't know what that was I try to not think mine are symbolic anymore because they're so fucking weird they are symbolic like, Yo, you're like getting know. a message from your subconscious I or am. spirit spirit something yeah too much though I'm like I don't want to I was like in a pool like a bathtub of snakes wait snakes are um, snakes are change, transformative right? yeah, yeah. And when they're in water, I don't know about this with they're snakes, but I know that like when certain things are in water, you should look it up. Mm-hmm. The water represents either like a synergy or like mm-hmm. a separation. You should look. It's really deep. I've been dying to have a, a dream analysis person on our show. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't find anybody. Like, yeah. I've asked everybody. So if anyone's listening that knows about yeah. yeah, dream analysis. We're looking for you. Yeah. Where are you at? You said something about um, a thought you've been thinking about is romancing yourself. Yeah. And I don't hear more about that. So. I don't know if it came from this, but it it entered into my conscious. We had someone on our show the other day who talked about how she wrote a love letter to herself. Mm. And mm. I thought about that after I was writing. So I was I was journaling this morning and I was thinking about like, you know, I've been single for a long time and I'm like, I want to be dating again and I kind of want to like let that into my life. But I find Can I myself that out yeah. there. Anyone? Yeah. <clears throat> Manifesto. Man seeking woman. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, woman seeking. <laughs> Who am I? That's what he what do put. I want? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a show on FX. Um, okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm trans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> Remember where you heard it first. Um, but. I find myself when I I suddenly like, okay, the first half this year, I was like, I don't want to date anyone. Like, I want to like hunker down. I want to do my own thing. And then 
suddenly I just like woke up one day and I was like, okay, I'm over that. And then I immediately wanted it to be like the polar opposite because mm. I feel like when I make decisions, things oh, should just like happen for me <laughs> like yeah. so impatiently. And this morning I was like, it just needs to be like more of like a gentle transition where it's like the things that I think that I want from like a partner are the things that I should just be giving myself right now. And Good one. kind of like, cause I, but I wasn't thinking about that when I was just like, I want to be alone. When I was like, I want to be alone. I was like, I'm doing my meditations. I'm like, I'm taking care of myself. And taking care of yourself is different than romancing yourself. Mm-hmm. Taking care is serious and like requires like a caretaker. It's much more like, are you okay? Like checking in, like don't go out, say no to like whatever your social callings. That's mm-hmm. taking care romancing is like I want to go to the record store and like listen to music and like figure out what I'm really vibing on and like have those fun conversations Mm -hmm. with myself and really like that's where Mm -hmm. I want to be because I feel like that's what I'm seeking from a person but like I I get impatient when I'm like why isn't he you know and Mm -hmm. it's like Jesus it's not fun if you're like being needy mm-hmm. and that if desperate you're, energy yeah, yeah but you're not I'm yeah, not it, but, but it's, like suddenly when I want something I'm just like impatient and I yes. just want it immediately so like let me do that for me mm-hmm. and Talk, then yeah. I won't be as like like I'm like impatient really mm-hmm. is what the answer is it, it ebbs and flows though mm-hmm. you know I could have a moment like usually it's like at night and I'm like I all of a sudden get emotional yeah you know yeah for no reason yeah. like I want to be with someone, mm-hmm. but then the next day I'll wake up. I'm like, thank God I'm not with someone. I know. I gotta go do a million things. Yeah. I know. Crazy like, bitch. But it's crazy. It makes me feel a little bit like, and I'm obsessive. Whoa. I'm very <laughs> obsessive. So I'm like, I like you, and then I'm like obsessed with like figuring out everything about what the situation is, and it's like, fuck. Talk yeah, to us let about. It yeah. Talk to us about like dating and. A, do you have, you have a boyfriend? I have a boyfriend, okay. but I was single for five yeah. years. So, so like I'm single. That. Chris has a boyfriend, but like, talk to us about like your experience in LA dating and uh, how much time do you? <laughs> have? Yeah, <laughs> slutty, slutty character study. That was the. Yeah. That was the yeah. uh, if I had a podcast in my twenties, that's what it would have been called. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> I was ask about that twenties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the character study. I would just like I had this ideology that that the act of just getting to know people was just purely a, a character study. And Same. it was just a, like, it was Same. just like finding out what you like about people, what you like about yourself, what you hate about people and vice versa, you know. Like a justifying. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, just, <laughs> just justifying my funniness. Yeah, no, like I mean, it's research. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Purely research, character research. No, I mean we we had fun. Yeah, we we really lived. I, I, just think, I think though that I'll, I'll you know it like ebbed and flows. Like there was I had like five years of like pure singledom, mm-hmm. and I had like I had a lot of flings, but nothing serious. You took and some lovers. I took some mm-hmm. lovers, and I'm so happy that that was my experience. Like I wouldn't have had it any other way. It was challenging. There were times where it was so hard, and it, you know you'd wake up and you'd like want to be. With someone, and then at other times it was like the most freeing, liberating experience, and that up and down was was so necessary and phenomenal. And I don't know what what you know what to say about uh, dating in Los Angeles. What are dudes like? Yeah. What is your experience been uh, with like communication like and like? Oh my god, the, the LA guy is just then. so annoying. You know, <laughs> I actually will. I'm gonna defend them. Because I've only met a handful of retardeds. Uh Maybe I shouldn't use that. Well, it's true. They're slow, um, which is what the true definition of that word is. But I 
I've actually met a lot of really, really cool guys in LA. And so have you. Yes. A lot of like very hardworking, intelligent, creative, creative, cool cool men exist in LA. I think it's not the men's problem that we're, I don't think it's either gender's problem that people aren't connecting. I think that Mm. it's a generational problem, Mm -hmm. which is why like I don't believe in online dating. I don't believe in like dating for sport. I I don't, I think that it creates like a culture of just like disposability of human. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like really gnarly. Mm -hmm. I think that, and that's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people that we've met that's been the problem where it's not that they're not cool, they're just overstimulated. Mm-hmm. And when you're overstimulated, it's really hard to, to like focus, focus. And, yeah. and and be like a human being. Totally. <laughs> and I've been guilty of that too, where it's like, I'm having sex with sure. this guy on a Monday and this guy on a Friday. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, literally, I had to stop having any, like, uh, in February, I was like, I'm cutting all the fuck buddies out of my life. I need to stop. I, if I keep engaging with these people, Filling my life with that, I'm not going to be able to meet someone that I actually connect with. Make room for it. But mm-hmm. I don't think that like boys have that. <clears throat> they don't. They're just like, I'm having sex, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And if it. they do have that realization, it comes like much later. Mm. And when like 40. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Especially in LA where like mm-hmm. we are Peter Pan, like we don't grow up. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if you, if you, want to really be serious about someone in in any in this generation it's like put that's the intention that you set forward obviously don't be engaging with other fucking bullshit and literally fucking yeah bullshit. exactly don't fuck bullshit. i think <laughs> communicating with the person is really important that's what i feel like i'm lacking yeah. in my life right now where it's like i am not ready to be like this is what i want because i'm like I kind of think I want it, but also it's really scary. So I don't really know totally. if I want to like settle down, <laughs> even though my heart wants it. I'm not ready to like fully like say that because mm-hmm. it's it's like too yeah too scary. Because then it's like I'm gonna lock it down. I'm gonna ask for this, and then what if I'm in it and I'm like, oh, JK. Mm, yeah. <laughs> then that happens. You know, that's mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, but I I think going slow is something that I'm learning too. Because we're like, I've never ever not, except for now, I've never like hung out with a guy and not had sex with him like right away. S- similar, yes. Like I've never, Same. I've always when like, know, I'll just I fuck because I want to figure know. it out. Me too, but that's not real. Has I it worked? No, no, exactly. Except no, for my like college boyfriend. Steph's all of a sudden like Dr. Laura. I know, She's but like, I'm like, does it work? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Did like, it work for you? Did you it know? work for you? All I wanted to know really was what does their dick look like? Exactly. Because my biggest fear is it's going to be like a micro. micro. Oh my God, I had this conversation last night. <laughs> size queen. But like, size I'm not queen. a size queen, but I'm afraid no. of a micro. I totally I think it's okay. <laughs> but that's also- When you have, have a bad experience a with a micro, uh, it Yes. Will. Fucking haunt, haunt your, your dream. <laughs> like everything's a lie. Because you want it. Because like you uh, gotta make like you're like well, maybe I can make this thing bigger. No, by doing it good. I know, and, and I feel <laughs> I feel really bad for those men. It's it's actually depressing. It's really sad. Yeah. Steve, do any of your friends have micros? <laughs> Steve, do you have a micro? <laughs> have you what heard the he tales of micros? I don't know anybody who has a micro, nor do I really talk about. It. <laughs> really? Damn. Yeah, Not even rough. in like the locker room and like gym class in high school. Uh, I guess everyone's. Do you know what else I've been thinking about too? No. Is like. What? I was having this conversation. People sending like dick pics and like mm-hmm. pussy pics and stuff. Pussy pics? Who, who do girls send pussy pics? People do this. Well, I was of what? At, of the actual like, of, like pussy with their like, vagina. Vagina. Yeah, with like underneath, in front, from My behind. Goodness. All I don't even want to see that. I don't want to see that. But like I was thinking about this and it's really like 
is, is, I feel like I'm a grandma with what I'm about to say, <laughs> but it's like, is nothing sacred? Hundred. Like, literally that and that's what we're we're even like fuck a micro it's like oh my god that's like a human being's like body part like, that's like so sad like that i just so feel sad. like the like internet objectification of dating is like the problem 100 this is like and we all need to be like kinder to each other like about yeah, that it's lacking kindness yeah mm-hmm. yeah and how can you i don't know like the connection of someone on the internet you're basically like swiping like don't want to fuck you don't want to fuck you don't want to mm-hmm. fuck you like you don't know that person it's like hot or not it's like hot yeah hot. you know like that's yeah. all it is is like, are you attractive or not yeah but like a lot of people do meet people online. i know no, i don't know but they're like I, they're just really they're ready they're committed they want to they know they're ready to put that themselves out there in yeah. like that way and, and that's cool i'm happy that it works for them How, where do you meet dudes i don't know just like around through friends yeah oh, i met yeah. my boyfriend through stephanie was dating his best friend oh that's amazing that's i did have a boyfriend for do you guys a ever have a quad the cube like the <laughs> four we all fuck <laughs> together no 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 when you guys ago. were best friends were hanging out yeah we we, yeah, we, we like know, traveled and we, we would travel together and i hated him so much <laughs> you're like but and, but then I would like her. see them together being happy, and I was like, oh, we "That's what a that. relationship's supposed to look like." Yeah. No, I was no. like, "We'll never be that." I would like look at him and be like, "Look for that like connection in his mm-hmm. eyes," and it'd be like this distant offset, like strange thing. And I was like, <laughs> "I don't I like I you. you," but I was afraid that if I broke up with him, that he would kill himself. So <laughs> I stayed with him for a while <laughs> because he told me that he would. Oh, so I was like doing like a mommy thing. Oh, oh my god! I know it was really dark, but um, but some light came from it. Yeah, yeah, no. Some light came from guy. it. Elizabeth met her boyfriend. He now has a new girlfriend that he seems really happy with, so that's good. And I'm just still out here. <laughs> just doing the damn thing. Out no, in these it was, streets. It was really good because you know what? I'll tell you how I got with him. And it was because I thought I didn't trust myself. I, I suddenly thought that I needed to let someone like me. Because I'm so like, I pick you and that's who I want. And like that's how I get things. Like I don't like to be pursued or like um, mm. picked. Yeah. feels very like... What is this? Like the fifties at a dance? Mm-hmm. Like you put, pick me up off the wall? Like I'm some sort of like mm-hmm. wallflower who needs to be told she's pretty? Like yeah. no, me? Me? yeah. Oh my god, do you think me? I'm worthy of all these girls? Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> just little old me, just little old me, <laughs> little old me in the corner. Yeah, it just feels so just like old timey yeah, and weird. So yeah. I like to be the picker, but I felt suddenly like oh, I'm being an aggressive female. I'm not like being a gentle feminine energy, and I need to like let a you know I had all this whole thing, dialogue Sad. in my brain. So he was like obsessed with me and was like pursuing me hard and was like texting me and like, trust me, hang out with me. Like, you'll you'll like it. And I was just like, okay, yeah, you're right. I just need to like let someone like me. Like, that's my issue. Like, I don't have enough self-love to like do this. Mm. So I just like said yes to something, even though like. Instinctually, you knew. Yeah. And then like he went down on me and I was like, okay. (laughs) Six months later, I was like, how did this happen? (laughs) I fucking hate you. Damn orgasms will get you every time. They really will. Um, So... (laughs) Yeah, it was all about like not trusting that I actually do know the way yeah. to get involved with something. I love that. But it was for her, really I for believe, because they're really good together. Is your boyfriend into the woo-woo stuff? No, but he, he he's a comedian. Love. Um, love he <coughs> He's like coming around. We, we took him to a sound bath at the Integratron. Justin loves sound. Wait, I want to go. We went there too, Amazing. two weeks ago. You should Justin go. Justin loves so it. So great. He, he's like, this is the best activity. He's like in his little bed. He like literally fell asleep. I had to wake him up twice. He's like, that was so much yeah. fun. Yeah, and Joey like, was slept. like, wow. He was like, that was, I feel like I tripped you guys. And yeah. like, yeah, Aww. that's the point. We were like, 
right. All these sweet, sweet children. <laughs> oh. But he won't go to any other was with me because he's like, well, I feel like I went to the Rolls Royce of sound baths. Mm-hmm. So, so now he's like a sound bath snob. So it's like, all right, buddy. Okay, <laughs> relax. Like, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I feel like I do definitely want to be with someone who's like into that stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. Justin's yes. mom's an angel healer, like an angel reader. Oh, cool. So I'm like, couldn't be more. Th- like, That's I amazing. thank God for her like every day because he's like down with it. How you know, long like, have he you guys does been his together? thing. Four years. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does his thing. Like he's not, he's not, you know, doing crazy stuff, but he's like down with whatever I want to yeah. do. Which is all cool. I need. Like I yeah. need you to be down. I need you to be open. I need you to be trying shit with me. Yeah. I think from like being a comedian, he's like constantly analytical and questioning mm-hmm. and like that's just kind of his like general approach mm-hmm. into the world, which I respect. And it kind of it was a little like combative. Not combative, but just like Wait, so what does that do? What, like, yeah. like my body vibes, for instance. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which are these stickers that we wear that are frequency energy. We had an episode come out about them cool. this week. You guys should check it out. Yeah. It's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. That's amazing. He's like very like, he'll like, you know, kind of like push my buttons a little and like trying to like r- describe it, which actually just gives me permission to like be more knowledgeable so that mm. I can like come back with, you know. Totally. But he realized on his own he's like I just want to I feel like this is what you're really into and I want to be supportive I feel like I question you a bunch and I'm like oh really oh, he's the best when you come to that on your <laughs> I know like, and I was like uh huh mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> you don't say awesome <laughs> alright last few questions what are some of the what's some of the craziest shit you guys have tried like what's some crazy shit hmm. have we tried anything really crazy it's funny because you would think that it probably isn't, but right, like, that's the problem. Yo, I was in Dallas uh, Monday through Thursday. I was like, everything I do in my life, they probably think is fucking crazy. Totally, right? you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we did a channeling workshop with our friend Mikey, cool. where we were like, that was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. That that pushed me out of my. There was like cool. we were channeling spirits and like they were bringing messages <gasps> through us. That was kind of wild. Did you hear anything? She did. Oh. I forget what happened. Uh, yeah, you I like, like it would I like went. Kidding. I don't yeah, know what happened. You went someplace. Yeah, it wasn't there. Damn, I'm trying to think. I feel like the shaman, shaman Durek, his exercises yeah. are also mm. have taken me to like some places yeah. that are like mm. shaking and crying. And, we like, do like we happening? do this like exercise where like oh. that protects our energy, where we like tell our guides to like bring our force fields up. Love and like that's kind of I feel I like that's that. a little out there for for the the common. Mm-hmm. Person, but then like practical stuff. Like I feel like everyone should go to a float tank, sensory mm-hmm. deprivation oh, therapy. So good, mm-hmm. you girls should do it. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It cool. puts your brain. Like I came out of there and I was like, I'm fully enlightened. Like yeah. I, felt, I could tell that my hemispheres were synced, and because they ask you Damn. to write down what you feel when you get out. And when I was writing in their notebook, I was like, Holy! Like I've never felt that. Just like there's clear. one close really? by and, and like, Pico called Pause Float. Okay. Yeah, you guys check more than out. clear. Like. Just, it's like I had a fucking string to like a higher realm in my head. Because you're just fully, yeah, just zen as it fuck. It takes your meditation practice to a whole other level because it bring you like all of a sudden you've like kind of like tapped into maybe like an uncharted pathway, yeah. and so then yeah. I think every time after you're like, oh, that exists. So it like kind of expands you're your to go there ability. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else have we done? I love that's that. Cool. Crystal healing. You know, we have a amazing friend Katie Manzella who at Sweat Theory she does. Uh, crystal healings cool. and those are super powerful really? and yeah. I don't think that, that that's like an obvious thing that most people would be yeah. into but I really subscribe to it and it like realigns all your chakras yeah, and all that so good and after that. Mm. really big into cryo and infrared like and all of those oh, things I'm obsessed and... with sweating 
You are same. You're a sweater. Shape house. I like live for it. Yeah. I like cry. I'm like a. I like cold. Yeah. I like them both. Yeah. I like anything that makes me feel super uncomfortable and then great yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I like anything that I burn calories and do nothing. Legit. <laughs> yeah. Legit. Yeah. That's my. Whole I'm like, thing. how do I burn oh. 800 calories in three months? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. What do you guys? Oh, I wanted you... to talk about year one. Oh yeah. You guys love year one, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I was, gonna, I was gonna bring that up when I when you asked about like the LA explore exploration yeah. thing. I think that that was sort of like a revelation for me when I moved here. Like I used to go there. There used to be a guy at the tonic bar named Truth. Damn. He was like OG Air One. So like amazing. he was. That was like before Air One was like. I feel poppin'. truly poppin' as mm-hmm. like. A, yeah, it in, wasn't until the remodel that I think it really yeah. turned a corner. This was like 2008. Like before I like even did stand up, I would go there because I was getting sick a lot when I first mm. moved here. Because I think like mm. the climate change and my allergies were just like where are you yeah like, poking around in the dark and i would go and truth would make me these crazy tonics and i would get better because it was like gynostema tea and like reishi and all these mm. things that like that's not something you do when you're mm-hmm. from the east coast 100 mm-hmm. and yeah everyone is special i think so. i want them, to, yeah. I want them <laughs> to cater my wedding i think yeah. i think it's the that's only hilarious. acceptable place in los angeles to find a husband She's been hit Thank on a few you. times there. Yes. No, I've just like like minded had individual connections with people with in bank there. accounts. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're just like, well, <laughs> it's weird. Like, yeah. Where Although... can I pay twenty two dollars for yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> Here, sweet, I'm out. They also stock things that like you can't even you like can't you know I'll go to more. Sprouts or like Whole Foods in the farmers market. Like I'll hit up all like the other Lassen's you know kind of alternative. And they just don't have the same selection. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like not to throw shit. And all of the other ones are expensive. And it's like I'd rather just go to Air One because mm-hmm. it's like at least I like, you know. Get what I want. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have this weird paleo granola in my bag right now that I got from Whole Foods because I didn't go to Whoa. Air One, which is the one that I actually like. And I have to like finish this bag of granola that yeah. I don't even fucking like. Yep. I'm not gonna throw it away. And now I, I like to poo Whole Foods. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I know, literally I go know. to the salad bar and you're like, I walked into Ew. a Gelson's the other day. It was disgusting. Dude, that's the salad bar was horrendous. I, was like, I walked right out. I was like, never mind. There's like Hershey syrup, syrup where you're about to check out. Yeah, you're like, what like, the what fuck? What is going on here? <laughs> and there, I mean, and talk about astronomical pricing. Like, yeah. they're on another level. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like that with things like Hershey syrup or like fast food or like, like, if you go into a Ralph's, you're like, is it 95? Yeah. Like, it really feels like a time warp. Like the Or like when I go home with my mom and I go to her grocery store, I'm like, this is, Yo, everyone crazy. here is poisoning themselves. My mom like told me the other day, she's like, have you ever tried almond milk? <laughs> I was like, yo, mom, <laughs> on that shit. <laughs> but see, they, they're just taking they're time to catch it. up. Yeah. yeah. And it's not their fault because it's not, we're just like literally in the heart of, yeah. of the information. So Make yeah. sure she gets carrageenan free though, because it's a carrageenan. I can't. She still drinks a glass of skill milk every Ooh. fucking day. Ooh. I really try. <laughs> yeah, I really try. It's really <laughs> when I went home last time, all my mom had in her fridge was <laughs> string cheese and pudding cups, and I was like, "Are you in? Are you in college?" I was gonna say, "Are you twenty? <laughs> like, what are you eating?" She's Almost like, "Yeah, there's uncrustables months. in the freezer." <laughs> <laughs> but in her head, she's like, they're low calorie snacks. Mm, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's Still the model. On that yeah. Shit. yeah, we're on that model. L I T E. Yeah. Light. Yeah. L I T E light. She does. She has Cool Whip. It's like so weird. Yeah. But she does buy something that I only eat with her, which is Jarlsberg cheese. What is it good? Jarlsberg is like a light Swiss. 
Oh, it's it reminds me of home. Yeah, mm. and it's like the one thing that I'll that I'll cheat on. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be mom's house without some Yarlsberg. <laughs> like you're home, I've got the cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the weed, cheese in the joints. <laughs> Oh, mom. <laughs> hey, Jill. Hey. You're She'll never not listen listening. To this. <laughs> I wonder if she's ever listened to our podcast. I sent her like one, I sent her an episode where I thought she would like benefit. The CBD one? I think it was that mm. one. Awesome. But I, no, she doesn't, no. She doesn't know. I think she, you think she would like want to. Yeah. Cause she's like obsessed with us. I know. Aww. But I feel like she's one of those moms. She's like, eh. yeah, same with mine. My mom has a, Samsung. Same. So she can't be doing whatever. And she's always got her glasses on. She's like. <laughs> no, my mom has an iPhone. She plays words with friends. She's mm. like is into learning about it. But I, the podcast app complication. Yeah. Of my it. mom will listen to it on the computer. She'll like go Shut on up. to the iTunes. Yeah, she'll just I think sit that's there. how my parents oh my God, <laughs> her She'll forehead. just sit there not doing anything else. Yeah, yeah she'll just sit and listen. Yeah. Oh. Do, you, do you get feedback from your parents? In the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mom listens. It's all good. Like, but. <laughs> she's like, we talked about Kegels at some point, oh, like yeah. something random. Oh, yeah, and she's like, I'm doing them right now. <laughs> oh my god! My we just did like, a Yoni oh, egg episode, and <laughs> both my parents listened to it together. Forget that your dad listens to our podcast. My dad is like our number one. My dad is like our number one fan. Oh, Aww. I love that. And my mom like emails all her friends. She'll be like, so Elizabeth and her friend Stephanie talked about blank blank blank, and I thought it might be of interest of you. She like sends <laughs> oh. it to like she's their street marketing. <laughs> She left me that long voicemail. She's like, so I was reading an article, and I think this would be pertinent to your podcast. You and Stephanie should interview. And it's just like a four-minute voicemail. (laughs) It was like everything. Really cute. I love that. What did we say about yoni eggs? Did I I say I gave birth to an egg and your dad heard it? Maybe. I also talked about how when I was in sixth grade and there was a rumor that I fingered myself and how it like... (gasps) traumatically scarred me for years. Oh my what God. What kind of rumor is that to start? Isn't that so I know, we cruel? were talking about how that's, that's a, a cool rumor. Yeah, that is. <laughs> now it is. But back yeah, then like, it was like, it would be like eighth graders were like, I heard Elizabeth caught fingers herself. And I was like, oh, <laughs> That's Michigan for you. Yeah. That's Midwest. It's like, do not touch your body. Now I'm just you like, keeping it going. Like, I finger myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're like, I don't finger myself, but I use my mom's back massager to fucking go to yeah. town. <laughs> <laughs> like I get the real shit yeah. all of a sudden the batteries are out and my mom's like oh. uh, I don't remember ever using this <laughs> like we can all just say we all did that right yeah. Yeah. Right. me and my Hundred. friends would like Sharper get together image. and do it like at the same like shut like, up like, hey, you go in the bathroom and use it it was like so we were like 11 <laughs> oh my god I love that so like, exploratory much. masturbating boys in groups boys did that stuff too <laughs> I, boys use their the parents massages too on their really? dick to do what on their butthole I don't know Steve I, yeah I don't know I yeah well you do like on the front like, 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 like they put it on your baby I think so maybe. does it work if you put I a vibrator just... on the tip of your dick yeah I think that'd be too intense <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably would be he's Flopping like I don't around. know probably the guy just use a pocket pussy oh my god okay so, what are you guys really excited about that's coming up for That's So Retrograde? Oh, so much. So much. We're headed to Miraval on Monday. Ooh. Really excited. It's going to be, and it's just going to be like 
living our best life just like Oprah taught us. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah. Come for really you. excited. And then we're yeah. gonna be at Bonnaroo. We're leading there's a they have like different campgrounds there mm-hmm. and we're leading the women's camp. We're like oh, calling yeah. doing like morning ritual, like live your best festival life. Don't hate that. yourself for the decisions you made yesterday kind of activities. Yeah, that's amazing. And where are uh, the mushrooms? That's it. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. Someone literally hoping people will give us mushrooms. We were like on the conference call and she was like telling us all about like what we're going to need to be doing and I was like, but so where do we get the mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, don't worry, they'll be there because I like, I'm afraid to travel with mushrooms. Yeah. Without mushrooms. Oh, no, because like, I without. think that without mushrooms, they're actually like a, that's like a felony. Really? Yeah. Yeah, which is weird because they're just yeah, like we're not from the ground. To, we're not trying to like bring our wellness yeah. exploration into jail no. anytime soon. I, I feel like, like that would be bad for our brand. Accident. You what? In my purse on accident. Oops. I'm like, oh. I've flown with mushrooms in my bag by accident. Oh. But no one, yeah, no one knows. No one noticed, but like I feel like, like a dog would smell it. It's, if you knew, if you knew, you probably you know what I mean. Yeah, like, like when I got to New York, like, it was like a little thing of like. I don't even know. I didn't even know I had them yeah. in my life. I think they were like in my suitcase from like. They like grew. Yeah. There's <laughs> fungus yeah. in my suitcase. But yeah, I'd be afraid of, of traveling with that. But yeah, that's going to be really fun. Yeah, fun so it's about like Great. bringing it on the road and that's like so meeting people and. We've got some other fun stuff. We're just excited about life and Aww. and this project that kind of like serendipitously like came into our world. As I'm sure you guys know, yeah, like it's it's best. so phenomenal, and we're just like grateful. And we're like at a point too. I'll speak for Steph because I <laughs> do that often. Like we're just like, you know, we're I'm 32, she's 31, mm-hmm. so we're like past the almost 30 stage and other side of almost 30 yeah. right yeah. basically 30 basically is what 30. our podcast yeah. is called <laughs> basically 30 yeah. we started when we're 49 and you know it just like it feels nice to be like owning who you are the good bad and the fabulous and just like mm. going starting from that place mm-hmm. and living your life from there it's really like makes everything really joyful yeah i love that preach this stuff yeah you know I I was like acting and hosting and that's kind of like my background and it used to always bother me like when the things that I would go in for you know where it's like celebrity culture or it's like politics like it just I felt I didn't really identify with like either of those things but I always knew that I wanted to do something that had like depth and and Mm -hmm. something important to it and so I'm just like so happy and excited just to be able to like continue to identify with um the world that I feel like is really important and helping people and is as political as politics. And yeah, I just feel like there's no real ceiling on like what's possible in this conversation for any of us because there's never going to be a lack of people who want to like feel good and, and, and take care of themselves. And the education around that is just endless. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're like scratching the surface. It's really rad. And, Mm -hmm. and I had this, this big realization the other day and that like, Plain on paper, the government is not taking care of our health. Mm-hmm. It's just not being offered in a way mm-hmm. that makes sense and that is all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. And it feels small what we're doing in terms of, like, creating a conversation about around health and well-being, but it's like feels like the soul's calling because we need, as individuals, to be our own advocates. And so anything we can do to help spread the message to that feels like the biggest gift. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was really good. I love that shit. Okay, where can people find you? At So Retrograde. Mm-hmm. That's So Retrograde on iTunes. That's So Retrograde.com. At Steph Simbari, Simbari at Elizabeth Cott. Yeah. Jordan. 
She has a private account because she used to date celebrities in high school, so she had to shut that shit Hold down. Same, same girl. Hold up. Jordan is my actual hero and um, best friend. <laughs> what does that mean? All right, we'll talk off air. She grew up in LA, so you know, crazy stuff happens. So she dated yeah. Mark McGrath. I'm just kidding. <laughs> She doesn't even know who that is. I know. Is. She's like the baseball player. Shark Tank, right? Yeah. Um, okay. All right, guys. We love you. Do you guys have yeah. anything you want to share with us? Mm, that's what? Do you guys have like a, a little like wellness exploration that you're into right now? Like a morning practice or... That's a good question. good question. I feel like I'm down for trying anything lately. I've just, like, every month I'll kind of do something new. Last month I did, like, LED light therapy. Have you guys done that? No. On my skin. Yeah. So yeah. it's, like, for your skin, but it also helps your adrenals and your hormones. Like, if mm. we think about light, like, we're living beings, light can affect you in a lot of ways. So I was doing that, which is interesting. But as far as my journey, I think I'm just kind of, like, riding the wave. Nice. I feel like I went through a period, too, where I was, like, trying to do so much personal growth and blah 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 and it just got a little bit controlling and um I just yeah. got a little bit obsessive with it you know mm -hmm. where I was kind of like I'm if you meet me I'm very laid back but I'm also very set in my ways so like I don't really drink I don't do these certain things and like people know me as that so I'm trying to just like be more chill about everything dope you know just like just do it whatever cool yeah for me it's um I'm really trying to write more. So the journaling mm. has really helped and just cutting out the noise in the morning has helped. Yeah. Cuz all of a sudden like Krista, if I'm on my phone right away, I mean, it literally just kind of sucks mm. like half mm -hmm. of my morning so much energy same. out of me. Yeah. And it could put me in a great mood or it could put me in a weird mood. But either way, it's like kind of taking away my creative energy. So just sitting down and just putting pen to paper mm. and whether that's like gratitude or whether that's just like stream of consciousness, like whatever it is, has been helping because I've just avoided it. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that I'm a good writer, but I'm just avoiding it. You know, mm -hmm. whether it's writing like a sketch or writing whatever, it's like it's paralyzing, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm just judging every word. So it's just nice to like be and I usually sit outside and do it and just kind of like chill. That's been a good um, ritual that I do in the morning. But yeah, and waking That's up, great. I set my alarm like 15 minutes earlier than I really want to get up to just like be there and not have to like just, like hug your pillow and shit get up like, yeah because oh, i have yeah. so much light in my room and i'm just kind of like yeah yeah you know i don't know i'm also last thing i'm also doing this weird thing where i'm like talking to myself like i'm my friend so like if ever i'm like alone i'm like like i see something funny i'm like oh that's funny like you know i'm kind of just like <laughs> acting I, if i was my friend yeah. yeah and just like talking to myself in like third person's kind of like fucking weird but fun and it mm. makes me like love myself more yeah, yeah. that's cool you know i like I mean? that totally it's so weird but you're that. like Man, you're like fun to hang out with. Like, you know, <laughs> that's like, what I mean about like romance. Like, we yourself. love music. It's like you don't need <laughs> someone yeah. to have fun with if you're just having fun we with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Band. Exactly. And yeah. it's like less pressure. I we guess. love, we this, love band. this fucking band. <laughs> <laughs> this is our song, right? Man, you're the prettiest, coolest. <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, you're so beautiful. <laughs> we love that so much. Yeah, Cool. All right, you guys are the best. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Fun. We'll let you out of the chamber. <laughs> Thank you. So hot. We love you guys. Back of my knees are just sweat puddles. Literally. Yeah. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>